and welcome to A Toast to Rom-Coms. This is Marie. And this is Allison. And welcome to today's episode on the movie Waitress. Yes. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's been a while since we've did this, so I feel a little yeah. rusty. Yeah, I know. Me too. And plus, it's just the two of us. I it's know. been a while. Since it has it's... been. Yes. I enjoy having a third and all manner of things, I guess. Like, all right. I was gonna go somewhere weird with that, but that's fine. Whatever. And but it's uh, like the three holes. It's like Like the the chasing Amy. You're talking about the three holes. All right. Uh, But it was so easy setting up just two microphones and not carrying a bench over. Oh yeah, we didn't have to worry about the bench. Yeah, that's 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 pretty clutch. Yeah. Did you use the word clutch? I use that word a lot, actually. Really? I've Clutch. never heard that pass through your lips. Uh, maybe I, I use it at work. Where does that word come from? Can't. Couldn't tell you. Okay. Couldn't tell you. Just making sure. Yep. All right. Anyway, back to waitress. <laughs> back to waitress. Are we- you going to give us the stats before the drink? Okay. I will give you the stats before the drink. This movie shockingly came out in 2007. I looked at it whenever it came out and I was like, this movie looks like it was done in the 80s. It did look like the quality and everything about it just seemed weird. So Waitress came out in 2007. It was written and directed by Adrian Shelley, starring Carrie Russell, who looked beautiful. Yes, she did. Nathan Fillion, always adorable. Yes. Jeremy Sisto, always a douche. (laughs) Cheryl Hines. (laughs) And Andy Griffith and Adrian Shelley made appearances, so though they were in the whole thing. They were in the, they were in the, <laughs> they whole were thing. In the whole thing. It was a very limited cast, like not li- like just you saw everybody. Yeah, yeah. There was no just one timers in there except for uh, Doctor Mueller and Doctor Pometer's wife. Yeah, yeah. Good Francine. Call. Well, I was looking at her picture, so that's how I knew. I I gotta be honest with you. Besides Earl, I don't know anybody's name oh, except the real name. I know Earl and Joe. Earl, Joe, and Cal. There we go. Really? I don't know any of the girls' names. Really? Yes. Um, we got um, uh, Becky. Who was what? Who was Cheryl Hines. Okay. And then the other one, I think, was Dawn. I don't know. Yeah. Don was Adrian Shelley. And then you said you knew Earl and Nathan Fillion was Dr. Pometer. Yeah. His no first name. name. Jim. I heard him say it once, but. And <laughs> she never called him <laughs> by his first name. Yes. And the throes of passion. She'll be calling out Dr. Dr. Pometer. Yep. And Ogie. Yes, who I could never figure out. I always see this guy, and I can never figure out what he's from. And then Bernard tells me he's from The Punisher. And then yes, yeah, the only movie I I know he's been in a ton of shit. The um, Thomas Jane Punisher, not the series. Just specifying. Yes, the Thomas Jane Punisher. Yes, I had a real big thing for Thomas Jane as the Punisher, just as the Punisher. He strikes me as a real weird dude. Apparently as a big dick. Really? Yeah. How do you know that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you don't know where it came from. I don't know. (laughs) It just happened. It was like celeb gossip. He was also in Hung and he might be nude in that. 
It was an HBO thing. Oh, I do remember that. I'll have maybe I'll look up and see if um I can find a picture of his penis and post it on Instagram. I'm just kidding. Um, but that's, a, I, that's a terrible thing to joke about right now <laughs> in these times. But I mean, if they put it in a movie, why can't you put it a, on Instagram? I guess so. Uh, why don't you talk about the drink while I'm googling Thomas Jane's penis? So, as the main character, Carrie Russell makes pies it was something that was passed down from her mother so to keep in that theme we are drinking a pie themed drink it is banana cream pie um i hear it's delicious from all three men that are downstairs it's bernard james and george and it is composed of kalu not kalu excuse me rum chata and banana liqueur and that's it that's it that's it but it's not super alcoholic, but it does look tasty. So, Allison, put down that fucking phone because I want to drink of this bitch. Cheers! Oh, yeah. I feel like it was built up for me. This reminds me there's a place by our house that makes fantastic... Um, Pumpkin pie martinis. It does and the taste holidays. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess maybe that's the rum chata. Yeah, I, maybe. So this reminds me of that, and I'm for it. I do wish maybe he hadn't taken the ice cubes out. Yeah, I'm I glad know. I put it in the free. I'm glad you put it in the freezer. Well, it was your suggestion, so you can take credit for that. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, I don't know. This might be hard to get down for me. Huh. <laughs> you had to turn to the microphone to say huh in the microphone because you didn't do it the first time <laughs> um what is this going to be as hard to get down as the movie was to watch no but i'm glad you uh brought it up it was a very weird movie okay give the summary okay so it's about a woman who is unhappily married named Jenna who loves to make pies like daydreams about it all day long. And then her husband gets her drunk and gets her pregnant that night. Cause she refuses to sleep with him basically. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not judging her for that. And she gets pregnant, tries to keep it from him, falls in love with her OB and they have a terribly unethic relationship slash affair. And, um, it, her husband is just the worst and it's just them trying to figure out it's Jenna trying to figure out her life and what she's going to do with this baby. Yep. I think that was a good summary. It was a good summary. I would add in there one thing. Old Joe. No. The real MVP. Yes, but no, I would not <laughs> have in there. Oh, I just hit up my teeth off the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> People chip their teeth off those. You got to be careful. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know that for sure. It you sounds like so, a real thing. You were so convincing. I feel like I heard, I've heard of that happening during like a concert or something. I could see that. Yeah. When you're real like into it. I bet you Henry Rollins did that. Love Henry Rollins. We love Henry Rollins. Yeah, Hot. we got it. Th- I feel like since we've been doing threesomes, We've gotten <laughs> we've gotten away from talking about our true loves. Conan, Paul Rudd, and The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Yep. 
We, we could add Henry Rollins in here. We could add Henry Rollins. I bet you Henry Rollins would talk about a good rom-com. I bet he would talk about a good rom-com. I bet he would. <sighs> I met him. I'm so jealous of that. He was really cool. He seems like a cool guy. He's hot as hell. He's so hot. Like he's even hotter with white hair. Like I haven't his, seen a recent picture of him. What would you like me to find you one? I got a phone. I can check it out. But yeah, love his spoken word. Yep. yep. I could listen to that man all day. I also day. enjoy Black Flag. I, I do too. Don't enjoy Rollins band. Sorry, Henry. No, I don't either. But you know, he it's everyone to their own thing. Yep. Um. So anyway, why did we bring Henry Rollins up? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you either. <laughs> couldn't um, tell you. <laughs> so anyway, the one thing I would add to your summary is how unexcited about the baby she was. Did I already say that? No. Okay. Yeah. She was super unexcited about the baby. Did not want to have the baby. I kept saying, this is how I would react if I was pregnant. This is exactly what I would do. I'd be like, don't congratulate me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want this thing. Yeah, I don't want this thing, but I'm going to have it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that really, uh, struck a bell with me. I, I just, I go back to the fact that this is not a romantic yes! comedy. Thank you. It's not, it was more of a drama. It's absolutely drama. At one point when her husband was laying into her, like oh, I had tears in my eyes. I did too. Like, I get, there was like it a was couple so funny upsetting. lines, Yeah, but it's not a romantic comedy. I would go so far as to say it's not romantic yeah, at all. I like, agree. Being a married woman, having an affair with your OBGYN in a small town where like your husband could kill you if he find out because yeah. he's abusive, like not, not romantic. Not romantic. That whole like, uh, there, this is just so problematic. There's just so much like forced sex. Like I feel like, and like the love and the, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I want to, I'll, let's talk about that with chemistry. Yeah. With chemistry or if we get to it earlier, but I don't want to jump ahead to that. Yeah. Um, it's just a problematic movie. It is. a pro- Well, you mentioned as you were setting up, we don't really talk about the movies at all before we podcast about them, but you said that you had a lot of questions yeah, and you had a lot of unbelievability. I did. And for me, it was exactly opposite. I really? had a lot of, this could actually be. No. Really? Yes, absolutely. Well, a lot of my unbelievability things are like kind of un- like trivial picky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I thought this was too believable. You did. Yeah. I thought yeah. a woman trapped in a loveless marriage, a woman being abused, a woman finding herself pregnant and finding no way to get out of it, not being a feeling trapped in her life, sad about her life, small town, like two friends. But I felt like she was also taken advantage of a lot by those around her. Yeah. Like her friends didn't really seem like, that great of friends not at yeah not at first yeah but i couldn't figure out have they just known each other so long that nothing phases them yeah because they did get over arguments quickly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um 
let's see what else? yeah i mean a waitress like a wait waiting table is believable mm-hmm. i don't know i just i just didn't think that there was much unbelievable um having like the you know <laughs> not having enough money to go off on your own mm-hmm. I kept thinking to myself, like, how is this divorce going to work? Like, how do they force him to sign divorce papers? Yeah. That's what I thought at the end of the movie. I was like, how is she getting out of this? Well, I thought, okay, I have two unbelievable things. Okay. My first unbelievable factor was how little he beat her. The way he manipulated her, the way he held her down and beat her down mentally, like, again, another form of abuse. But we see him, like, kind of smash her head into oh, the window. That was awful. It was hard to watch. I, I thought that if this is where this guy is, that he would have put hands on her in a more forceful manner. Is that something, though, that, that we didn't see? Maybe like it happened before and she just knew what to do and how to act to not. That's what I assumed. Or maybe he's working up to it. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. But I thought that at some point he did smack her pretty good. Yeah. That was a smack, not a punch, right? Yes. Okay. It was like a real big slap in the face. Yeah. Uh, I... One of my first notes is this jabroni is Earl, that douche from Clueless. Ugh. He always plays such a shithead. And I don't know why he was typecast as that. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's his voice is very. You don't like his voice? I don't like anything about him. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, Jeremy Sisto. I'm sure that you're a nice man. She's not not sure. She's not sure. She's looking at me with a face like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is and what he's about. I don't know, but I'm sure Nathan Fillion is a nice man. Jeremy Sisto, you were lovely in what was the one? What was the sitcom? Suburgatory. Suburb Suburgatory. Yes. I never watched it, but everybody told me it was good. But I remember it was good and you were a very nice father, single dad. So there you go. I'm sure that's how he is in real life. There you go. She's still not convinced. <laughs> Jeremy sister, tell us you're nice. Uh, tweet at us, Jeremy sister. <laughs> tweet at a toasty rom-com. That's not our Twitter <laughs> handle. That's our Instagram handle. <laughs> tweet at us at a toast rom This is why we only have two followers. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway. Um, yeah. So you hate Jeremy Sisto. I really don't like him. I think you're nice, Jeremy Sisto. Mm-hmm. And I also think he's ra- like rather good looking. I do. I liked how they were talking about his head of hair. Great head of hair. He does have a great head of hair. I guess. Curly. I like Nathan Fillion's better. I do too. I, I Well, no, they're just different. They each suit each other's faces. I okay. feel like Jeremy Sisto pulls off the scruff. Yeah. I Nathan cannot, Fillion wouldn't. No, I can't picture him with scruff. No. Although I will look that up to see. Okay. Hey, you texted me. I did? I don't, oh, no. I texted myself a picture from your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Uh, any, any, anywho. <laughs> so 
Um, I'm, I, I, I'm getting into the habit of like starring my, un, like my topics. Okay. So what was unbelievable to me was that doctor's office, like Dr. Pometer's doctor's office was very unbelievable. There was just shit everywhere. And also this came out in 2007 and there wasn't a fucking computer in that doctor's office. There really wasn't, was there? No, everything was just files on top of files on top of files and she goes to sit down he's like just push those off the floor and i'm like oh my god i i said the same thing when he said push those on the floor and she does i was like no and plus if those are patient files i'm sure shit fell out of them and she would have seen like hipaa stuff like patient history whatever really matter yes Uh, This segues into another unbelievability factor so she's going to visit dr pometer for I like it. Yeah, that's not bad. Nathan yeah, filling in with Nathan, facial hair. Yeah, it looks good. Now, I like wait. those glasses too. Oh boy. But that's for a roll, right? I don't I know. hope so. That's a real bad mustache. And we don't like stashes. Oh, I like my husband's stash. He gives I me can... mustache rights. What? I said he gives me mustache rights. Mustache rights? Rides. Like like sex things you've never heard of this no like let me give you a mustache ride like an eating you out joke no i've never heard of that before in my life i thought i was the uh naive one about sex things really but you didn't know the eiffel tower no i didn't <laughs> know the eiffel tower so clearly <laughs> i didn't know about finger cuffs either i i don't think anybody knew about that until chasing amy <laughs> wait you mean chinese finger cuffs <laughs> because listening to that again was really funny because james could not get chinese out of the the finger cuff title <laughs> and he was like no i did it i didn't say chinese i'm like okay <laughs> it's, it's on record mm-hmm. for all the world to hear so okay the md office yeah i the i yeah if i was told to push files on the floor i would pick them up gently and put them yes i would too i would have tried to pile them on his desk now what if that was the semi-retired lady's office and he hadn't started cleaning it yet because wasn't she like kind of fired no oh i thought that they kind of like pushed her out oh that was the impression that i got Oh, I didn't get that impression. Um, another unbelievability thing that I had whenever the affair starts and he's making appointments to like have sex with her and see her like is her insurance paying for this. Does she have insurance? Okay, there you go. How does how does the how does the payment work? There's no way she had insurance through the well, she could have had um like welfare. Or like insurance through the state if she wasn't meeting like. But I, it seemed like her husband had some kind what of. What did he do? He talked about it once. No, he didn't. He just talked about somebody riding his ass, Mister Johnson. He never went into. I for whatever reason I thought banking. No, you look at him. He does. He's not a banker. <laughs> what do you think he's? No, he was upset that the <laughs> bank was after him because oh, of maybe the house right. but he was always just driving around and not working we don't know what he's doing he uh, my he thought left was, for work one day 
supposedly yeah but then he took the money from jenna no that's a way to control her i don't think that had anything to do with financial concerns so much as a way to control what she does who she sees her freedom i guess but i part of me thought like well he's not doing shit for this family like i just didn't think he was working i thought he was lying about it he kept telling her, I put clothes on your back. I put a roof over your head. I did this. I did that. Yeah. He has to have a job. Does yeah. he? If someone's riding his ass, I would assume he does. I just thought it was like a, I thought it was all a lie. <laughs> I did. Oh, also unbelievable. Nobody notices the Lexus following uh jenna around this is like a country bumpkin town everybody has like trucks and old cars and the doctors following her around in a lexus and driving to her to her job in a lexus of course people are gonna know i felt really bad about how often she had to ride the bus yeah well her husband's a dick fucking earl and her friends really didn't give her as many rides as they could have no I feel like I know it's not their responsibility to give her a ride, but how far away is she really? Especially like when she's pregnant too, and they know that she's pregnant and they're like, no, take the bus. And the second time she met Dr. Pometer, when there was like the bus bench and that single light above, I thought this is a criminal minds episode waiting to happen. I swear to God, I thought Earl was going to cut that baby out of her in the kitchen whenever he was leaning. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) This is how my mind works. And it's a very scary place. But you know, when she's like super pregnant and he finds the money and she's like, I was going to buy a like something for you or whatever. I was going to buy a crib for the baby. She like changes her story and he like starts kissing her belly and stuff like that. I was like, Oh my God, he's going to grab a knife and like cut it out. That would have taken the movie to a whole (laughs) other level. Still wouldn't have been a rom-com. No, maybe then it wouldn't have been on this fucking list because I'm tired of these shit movies. Why the hell is this above when Harry met Sally? I don't know. And that's what my husband kept saying. How is this better than Harry met Sally? How is this better than Harry? And even if you look on IMDb, it's rated below when Harry met Sally. Oh, is it really? Well, this is an older list that we're using. So maybe this is like a new evaluation. It is. I'd be interested to see where it is on the new list, yeah. maybe. But it, it's still on IMDb. It still is like 7.2 out of 10, which is. <laughs> did you just fill your drink in your lap? I missed that now. <laughs> I missed. <laughs> just to put the glass to my chin. <laughs> Which is not my mouth. <laughs> it's not. I will confirm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I thought I thought uh, Earl was gonna cut the baby out. That that was my thought. <laughs> wow. Um, I thought the first kiss was unbelievable. Because I did not understand where that came from. They had very awkward conversation in the doctor's office. And then she jumps him outside of the doctor's office. After yelling at him. After yelling at him. And the only thing that I could rationalize was 
She's so unused to kindness or someone asking about her welfare. Yeah. I can see that. She found it wildly attractive that he did, but it's still like there was not enough buildup of tension in that doctor's appointment to where I was like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. Um, I have more unbelievabilities, guys. Let's go. <laughs> this one's just a comment of unbelievability. Dear baby, at first it was just about the sex. Do you remember that? She's like, she's writing the letters to her baby and she yeah. says, dear baby, at first it was just about the sex. I'm hoping that she doesn't give those to Lulu. Agreed. Maybe when she sold her. I don't know. <laughs> um... Another thing, you ring the doorbell to get into the OB's office. Yeah, I thought the same thing. That's true. Um, I was like, why? It's an office. It's not a house. Why isn't she just walking in? Yeah. Um, And then another thing, but I've never worked at a restaurant. And I actually do hear pretty crazy stories about working at restaurants. Let's go. I've worked at several. Several? More than two? No. I thought several was more than three or like three or more it is okay do you want me to edit that out <laughs> no, you can leave that in. Uh, is that really that terrible environment because i felt like they were all treated like shit it can be yeah really mm-hmm. uh like not even by the customers like by cal mm-hmm. like what a dick i can't tell you like the amount of sexual harassment that goes oh, that on. makes me so sad yeah that goes on like in the back oh it's nuts uh mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's really that bad of an environment okay now the boss like a manager stuff like i never got anything from them yeah. like like that now yeah. but um the workers to each other would definitely be it would be bad yelling swearing like oh. yeah it's it's rough goes should we text for another drink <coughs> i already did oh okay cool um they said that we would want more they weren't wrong i mean i'm gonna have my two and then i'm gonna have a different drink well are you thinking that bernard is gonna get that for you no i was gonna get it for myself after the podcast oh or I thought this might be a three drink podcast all right we can have a three drink podcast i'll drink it you don't have to. No, it's okay. Because I don't think Rosé is going to follow this real well. <laughs> That's what I have in you're the gonna fridge. Need, you're going to have to have a palate cleanser. Yeah. Uh, what's really funny is the Rosé in the fridge is called summer water. And Rosé is indeed my summer water. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had that brand before? Is that why you got it? Because it's summer water. I got it because it was summer water. That's it was part it. of the chairman selection, guys. That's, that's how I choose my wine. I go 20 and under, chairman selection. I always check the sale rack first. Well, all the chairman selection. I I get a lot of wines that are like oh, but seven ninety nine. I just get liquor. Yeah. Although I'm very excited about my lavender simple syrup that I ordered off of Amazon. Blech. I bet a lavender seventy five is going to be great. Also, I'm starting to really like violet cocktails. They have like creme de violet or whatever. Can you buy that shit just at any regular? They have it at the liquor store I was just at today. Okay. And I really want to do a violet drink. Because remember, folks, liquor stores don't carry all types of liquor at all times. (sighs) Fucking special order. PSA. PSA. Um, Anywho. Anyway. 
Um, the inheritance I thought was believable. Old Joe. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was believable because he didn't have anybody. If he didn't have family, if that he didn't, was so sweet. I actually teared up at that, like the whole old yeah. Joe thing at the end. Oh yeah, old Joe was played by Andy Griffith. He was AKA my favorite. Matlock. He was the best character in this entire movie. Yes, he um, really was. It was his second to last performance. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. His second to last performance, and oh, he did for him. It was in the shit movie. Yeah, but he did a fantastic job. Like he did. Said, like the one bright character in this. I look was forward Joe. to the interactions. Yeah, and I thought that you know you're introduced to him, and I was like, oh, this fucking guy's gonna be a nightmare. But he showed character development more than yeah, more than the main character. Well, Jenna, I think showed some good character development at the end. She did, but it was at the very end. Well, the movie had to end somewhere. You had to end somewhere. That's called death. (laughs) (laughs) And the podcast took a turn for the serious. We're talking about cutting babies out of people. We're talking about bus stop killings. You know, the huge. The huge. The huge. Uh, The pie stuff I thought was believable. Thank you for bringing that up because one of my unbelievable things was... How is she spotless while she's baking? Spotless. It's because some people aren't us. No, you got to get dirty when you're baking and not in a sexual way. <laughs> like whenever I'm done baking, I'm covered in flour, like top to bottom. Like how? How? I took, she's been doing it since she was a kid. And so that means that you're neat all the time? Maybe. Again. People aren't us. <laughs> we turn on the mixer and flour poofs up everywhere. So Is, I'm sure some people don't have that happen. Really? Yes. I'm positive. How? I don't What's know. The trick? If I knew how, I wouldn't have flour <laughs> poof up every time I turned on the mixer. I literally open up um like a pizza, like a free frozen pizza and like cheese falls everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like how? I don't know. Why are you holding your shirt like that? Like a like you're holding onto your suit lapels. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm still wearing a bra and it makes me uncomfortable. Well, that's a see-through shirt. You gotta. I know. I gotta keep it covered. I should have cha- turned into. I should have changed into PJs. <laughs> <laughs> turned into PJs. <laughs> if you were an animate object, would you like to be PJs? Well, you make everybody happy. It's true. You're so comfortable and you can be warm. Yeah. And people are happy when they sleep. I'm happy when I sleep. I'm happy laying down in bed. <laughs> so yes, PJs would be a good choice. What about like wine? Not everybody likes wine. Not everybody likes wine and not everyone's happy drinking wine. That's true. <laughs> so you got to be in the right mood. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I feel like turning into alcohol is very tricky is there an alcohol tequila i was gonna say is there an alcohol that always makes people like happy but i've never seen somebody sad drinking tequila that's because usually it's shots 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 shots. okay um i'm not happy drinking tequila i just found that out with this podcast thank you a toast to rom-coms for this point of self-enlightenment i don't like tequila yeah i'm getting used to whiskey drinks 
So am I. It's very strange. I almost ordered one at Bedford Springs. I really? was like, yeah, there's one that was called Go Bananas. And I was like, this sounds delicious. But then I didn't. Ooh. Second drink. Yay. Yay. Thanks, Bernard. Thanks, Bernard. All right. I like that these have ice cubes in them. I do too. I think that's going to make a big difference. All right. So believability, anything else to add there? I don't think so. Very believable. Again, not rom-com-ish. Although when Harry met Sally, it was pretty believable. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you're right. I guess it all depends on what type of realism we're talking about. This is sad realism. This is very sad realism. All right. Obstacles to Dr. Pomoner and Carrie Russell being together. Both being married. Hoo-ah. <laughs> That's a biggie, folks. That's a biggie. And the fact that one of them is, I feel like, happy in yes! their marriage. That was very strange. Uh-huh. I didn't get I didn't get where he was coming from. Nope. He was happy. He had absolutely no intention of leaving his wife, even though he said he would. I call bullshit. They always say that, though. Isn't that what they say men in affairs always say? I don't know. They say that in movies all the time. (laughs) She looks at me and makes this face like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I never know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Even in my professional career, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yikes. Um, Oh, yeah. The ice cubes make a huge difference. I I just didn't see where this was, except that yeah, he do. saw a sad woman that he kind of also took advantage of. I don't think he did, though, because she kissed him first. She's very emotionally vulnerable. I was going to say volatile, and I guess that fits, too. Both of them. With hormones and the pregnancy and being unhappy and having someone new in town. Um, new in town. <laughs> um, wait, what is it? Um, gay. I have AIDS, and, and I'm, I'm homeless. Oh, damn it! And I'm new. No, in he town. didn't say homeless. Did he say I'm gay? I have AIDS, and I'm new in town. I thought there was a fourth thing. I don't fucking remember. John Mulaney, tell us what your fourth thing is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think John Mulaney watches a lot of rom coms. I don't know about that. He likes TV. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to make a really good point. Oh, here's, were you? I probably not. <laughs> None of my points are good. How believable is the affair? Like the affair went the entire duration that she was pregnant. Like, it's very interesting to me that, like they chose, like Dr. Pometer chose to have an affair with like a pregnant lady. Do you think he just has a thing for pregnant ladies? I hope not. Cause he's an OB and again, terribly unethical. That would be hugely unethical. OMG. I didn't even think about that when I said it. Yeah. Like I really hope not. also i wanted to talk about like when did he first see her vagina is it before they had sex is it after they had sex was you know i thought about that too did he put off looking at it because he was embarrassed how about the time when he called her to his office to check her out because she said she had spotting oh my god i would have been so pissed i would have been so mad especially if i got charged 
And then <laughs> she actually changed into that little gown and he was like, yeah, change your clothes. She goes, what? And then he goes, it's normal. And she actually said, you called me here to tell me this was normal. And she said, you made me change my clothes to tell me that this was normal. And she had to take a fucking bus. Yeah. It was rude. It was rude. And I don't know if he was like falling for her before in that first meet, because that's when the first kiss happened, right? After the spotting question. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if he had a thing for her beforehand. So that was his way of getting her there. But again, why? The only like thing I can think of is he talked about when they were getting... That wasn't when they were getting to know each other, but it was in their pie-making montage that, like, her sad eyes. I really liked their pie-making montage. It was one of the only enjoyable parts of the movie. Besides Old Joe. Besides Old Joe was the pie-making montage, yes. I loved Old Joe's uh, zingers. Like, his blunt honesty. And he called her out and shit, like when her lipstick was smudged, which... How- Wipe away your indiscretions. <laughs> yes. And then get me some orange juice with no ice. <laughs> Who drinks orange juice with ice? I think restaurants put ice in there so they don't give you as much product. That's bullshit, but, but I believe it. But that's what happens if you go to not at a good establishment. Like at Bedford Springs, they don't put ice in your orange juice. Guess what? Europe doesn't use ice. <laughs> Europe as a continent, no ice. That's mm-hmm. what I've learned in my experience. They think it's weird that we use ice. I like a cool beverage. <laughs> I have ice in this fucking cocktail right now, and the recipe didn't call for it. And it makes it better. It does Guys, make it better. In this two ingredient cocktail, add a third. That third's ice. <laughs> I'm, mo- I'm I'm doing a one two three with my hand. <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of liquor in this cocktail, but for some reason. I know you hate it when I do that. I hate it when I I do it. I I don't edit them out either. (laughs) Don't you? You're such a moron. (laughs) I just think it's fine. We all burp. We all fart. No, I think it's just because we haven't seen each other in a while and it's just us two. We're just talking with slightly alcoholic drinks. James, if he edits this, it's going to be like not very happy. He hasn't edited a podcast in like six podcasts you always edit them now i feel bad about it Eh, don't feel bad i think it's fine i have a lot of free time okay sounds good to me yeah um so are there more obstacles than just marriage their marriage i think who they are like her as a downtrodden abused wife like feeling trapped in her life And again, like, what's his deal? Does he feel trapped in his life? He's in this small town. He has no friends. Is he looking for a connection? I I really didn't get his character. I didn't understand why he felt the need to do that. I thought he was too nice or innocent to leave his wife for (laughs) Carrie Russell. And I thought she was too downtrodden to leave her husband. So... In my world, like, and I wrote several times, like, there's going to be no happy ending to this. Like, there can be no way to resolve their marriages Mm -hmm. and them to be together. I kept thinking, how is this going to end? How is this going to end? And um, 
they couldn't like, I think it would have been impossible for them to even stay together. Even if they left their partners, like they can't relate to each other. They come from two different backgrounds. And like, I just feel like there's nothing that they have in common besides each other. I don't know. They seem to do very well in the pie baking montage. Well, he was taking an interest in something that she did and it was caring. And but they talked on the phone a whole lot. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. And she calls him and I thought this was maybe one of the, like a sweet moment for me was she said, I've never had a best friend before. Oh, yeah. So sad. it wasn't just an affair to her. It was a best friend thing. But Which I don't have sex. Crazy. Although I don't really have best friends except for Bernard and you. So I guess I do have sex with my best friend. Because <laughs> it's Bernard, people. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> this isn't Game of Thrones. No incest. That's disgusting. Incest bad. Incest bad. Um, fuck. Pie baking montage, best friend. Oh, which is crazy because she had those women that she worked with that she appeared to be very close with. But she didn't say they were her best friends. Yeah. And they were very judgy with each other. Even her, when she sees Cheryl Hines get making out with Cal and she really judges her for having an affair, even though I needed some backstory on Cheryl Hines' husband to know why he was a, like... Apparently a vegetable, really. They made they made comments like he was much older. I don't know. I I would also <laughs> like to know about that. Um, another thing is, I really expected him to be a, like Doctor Palmer. I was anticipating him to be like a recently divorced person who was just having a hard time letting go of his ex wife. So was I. Hence the ring. But nope, he's would just married. Would have been. It would have made so much more sense mm -hmm. to, for his character. And I thought that even if like, even at the end, like they want to get together and she leaves her husband, I thought it would have been better for her to be alone a while rather yeah. than jump in a new relationship. I, yeah. Um, I, I was going to say something, but it's more final thoughts territory. Um, are those all of the obstacles? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just not very enthusiastic about this movie. It was such like from the get go. I was like, it was a downer. It was a downer. I was not happy after I finished this and the whole pie thing. I wasn't a fan. The first pie she was making with the bananas and chocolate. Oh. I was like, Ooh, I'm going to have some pie, but I don't have any. Um, and then she made a quiche and I was like, nope, this is just gross. Oh, I like the look of the quiche. I hate quiche. Why? It's just eggs and meat. It's disgusting. Why? It's good. It's literally things you that you like. You weren't just born yet when mom would make quiche for dinner Apparently, and it was fucking disgusting. Mom didn't know how to make a quiche. I can make a quiche. You've made quiche before? Yeah. From scratch? Yeah, well, like... From scratch? I don't make the pie crust. Okay, I, that's still fair. I make the quiche from scratch. I put the eggs and feta and spinach and mushrooms and... I almost just vomited a little bit in my mouth. I don't understand. Those things are all good together. Not in the pie. What about an omelet? I've 
only had ham, pepperoni, or bacon in my omelets with some American cheese <laughs> because slices. that's the way mom made them. <laughs> that's exactly right. And I don't know how to make an omelet, so that's it. You just take eggs, scramble them, you put them in the pan, and then you put the shit in the middle and then flip it over. I don't know how to make scrambled eggs. Bernard does it. What? <laughs> I'm so shocked. I just choked on my own spit. I make the sunny side up or over easy eggs and he does the scrambled. You literally just put them in a pan and scramble them with There's a fork. There's milk and stuff in there. I don't know what happens. I don't put milk in my scrambled eggs. Bernard puts milk, cheese, and he makes the best scrambled eggs in mm-hmm. the universe. You have to have them. You've never had them? No. They're delicious. All right. I'm throwing the gauntlet. He Oops. makes the best scrambled eggs. I'm sleeping over, and you're just going to have to make me scrambled eggs. I will make them, but okay. I don't think I'll be able to drive home, so it's good I have to come back for Juan Snow. Juan <laughs> that's the name of my flash drive (laughs) i'm not editing this out okay um so yeah obstacles it's about it chemistry um none yeah i have to agree but you were really touching your boobs there sometimes i hold them don't you if I'm lounging, but I don't like hold them up, I just like place a hand like inside my bra or something. You gotta stop wearing bras so much. <laughs> I didn't wear so many bras. I didn't wear a lot of bras on vacation. Yeah, it's the best. It's really nice. Anyway, um, yeah, not a lot. None of- for her, her and Earl, obvi. But they had good scenes together like you felt that it was going on i'm not saying that they had good chemistry like as a couple um they had good chemistry as like actors like i believed it okay that's right, that what makes i'm sense trying to, to me. say that makes sense to me their sex scenes were just so painful and i just was so uncomfortable but that was the point, though. I know, but it... Ugh. And even, like, the scene where he said, do... Let me see here. He said, make me feel like a man or something? Why don't you treat me like a man? And even Bernard groaned at that. He was like, no. And then he said, she said no, and he said, what makes you think it's an option? Yeah. And I was like, is this going to get rapey? Oh, thank God it It didn't. But they did film a scene where it would have been. And they didn't put it in there because. Thank God. There was a reason. He like called her honey or something. I don't remember. There was a reason. They thought it would have been too out of character for him or something. Um. Nathan Fillion and her, I didn't think had any chemistry at the start. Yeah. But I thought it developed through the pie baking montage. That was probably the only moment between them that I actually really liked. Like whenever she jumped around, like she turned around and jumped and kissed him. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like it wasn't cute. It wasn't funny. I wasn't like endeared by any of their characters you're not rooting for them no it was weird um yeah i i didn't i didn't care for it at all um 
and they became better friends. But even at the end, like, I guess when he says, you know, meet me outside, we'll leave, we'll go somewhere and she's waiting for him. I was like, oh, okay, maybe he's serious. Okay, I can see this. And then she says her water broke. And I wasn't sure if that was supposed to be funny. Was that supposed to be funny? I didn't think it was funny. But I have no idea. I didn't think it was funny either. I thought it was depressing. Yeah. Um, so. I can't even remember like what I laughed at. I think the only things I laughed at were old Joe's comments, like his b- brutal honesty. I laughed at, I will tell you, I laughed at, I do stupid things when I drink, like sleep with my husband. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that. I laughed at the uncongratulations thing. Like, and then the ultrasound where, like, she, he was like, she doesn't like to be congratulated. And the nurse was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I want to say there was something else, but I don't remember. Even, like, Augie's or Ogie's mm. poetry. Mm-hmm. I was like, stop mm. this now. Stalker. Yes. but I'm th- surprised Dawn didn't end up dead. Oh, that's because she did end up dead in real life. Oh, so Adrian uh, Shelley was the director and she started as Dawn and she was murdered. She was the writer too. Yeah, she was murdered before this came out. I didn't know she was murdered. Yeah, her husband came home <gasps> oh one day God. and found her hanging in the bathroom from what? I think the shower curtain rod, I think. And uh, the police ruled it a suicide and then the husband was like, no, my wife would never do this. My wife would never do this. And um, they like redid the crime scene and they found someone else's footprint. (gasps) So they actually found a construction worker, arrested him, and he confessed and said he murdered her and made it look like a suicide. Why? What was his motive? I didn't see that anywhere. But so I don't know. That's fucking awful. Yes, it's terrible, especially like you said about Lulu (sighs) being her actual daughter. Like right before this was going on, I was on the IMDb IMDb page just looking up like the stars, writer, director, like year and stuff. And then I saw in the trivia like Adrian Shelley was killed before this came out, but it didn't say anything about her death. And I was like, oh, shit, that's really awful. Mm -hmm. And then it's even more awful. So then Carrie Russell (sighs) actually did the director's common common commentary thank you yep there because adrian shelley couldn't yeah it's crazy um so yeah the whole augie ogie poetry i did not like i did like her whole five minute date thing i really like that too that's so smart it is smart yeah and i guess it's almost like speed dating but it's it's not like you're going there and you're meeting them yeah i thought that was good um, I, but as you said, her and Joe have the best chemistry mm-hmm. in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And Joe is Andy Griffith, AKA Matlock. I never watched Matlock. Neither did I, but for whatever reason, I knew he was Matlock. Okay. Um, what about her and her friends? How did you feel about her and her friends? They were catty. Do you think it's normal? No. Okay. Do you? I just, I wasn't sure in the small town, all being waitresses for that long in the same place, if there was like competitiveness 
maybe that arose i wasn't sure maybe i don't know because they all apologize when they offended each other and all that kind of stuff and they were there for her in the end they were and likewise uh there was nobody banter oh no no nobody banter with her nathan fillion no maybe with joe that's like his soft spot though like his sweet spot absolutely like in castle his woody banter was the best i love castle i found nathan fillion super attractive in castle oh my god yeah he's cute in this i did not care for him in modern family when he was dating Haley. what you stopped watching yep yeah, he was the weatherman on a TV show, and he started dating Haley. What? Yeah. Oh no! Did they like kiss on screen? Because she's I like I don't remember. Thirty to forty years younger than him. I don't remember. Yeah, but <sighs> yeah. So there was that, and that was like the only role I haven't liked him in. Um, I've weird. never watched Firefly. Have you? I watched a few episodes and I meant to keep watching it, but I just for some reason never did. But it's a very big cult favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think they're in love? Because no. he says he's falling head over heels and then she stops him with a kiss. She relo- I think she loves him. He doesn't love her. You think she does, though? Yeah. Even at the she has a very easy time cutting him off. Well, she does what's best for her and her child, I feel like. Okay. She tried to cut him off in the diner, too. Yeah. But she wanted it. But so you think she loves him? I do. I don't think I don't think either of them love each other. It's the whole like the best friend thing and like how she was like, thank you for showing me that people can be this way. I don't know that I think she loved him. I don't think he loved her. You think she loved him romantically or as a friend? Romantically. Okay. What was she to him? He got me. I have no idea. Cause he seemed like in the hospital when he was interacting with his wife, they seemed fine. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't understand it. Okay. I, I, what do you think? what their relationship like what he gets from her relationship yeah i mean she was obviously young and beautiful yeah but i don't think that mattered to him well yeah i don't i, I mean because she was pregnant which is also kind of strange like you're having like a sexual affair with like a pregnant woman like i just think that's kind of strange i don't know i think he liked her depressing background yikes yeah, I think it was Ugh. kind of fucked up on this part. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I just remembered an unbelievable thing that I meant to talk about. Why don't people ever talk about boners in rom-coms? How often do you talk about boners? Well, like they don't address like after like there's some heavy petting and like kissing, like the dude's obviously going to have a boner, but like it's just not there. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> have you never thought about this no i've never thought about this like if you're making out with somebody and somebody barges in on you like how are you gonna hide your boner he has he has a doctor's robe it'd be very easy to hide you just flick the robe over <laughs> it 
<laughs> I like that motion. But like in all things, like in all movies, like the only one that ever addresses it is the proposal. It's the morning. I feel like, I don't know. Can't you just get it to go away? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Not like that. I just figured it went away. It wilted. It wilted. <laughs> Wilted. Is that not how that goes? <laughs> Barge in on you and Bernard and see how fast it wilts. <laughs> Please don't. <coughs> I'm going to do an experiment, though. I'm going to see how fast it wilts. How? Okay. I look forward to hearing the follow up on that and how you manage to pull it off. It will not be on. A public broadcast. <laughs> but I'm serious. Like, they never address boners in rom-coms. They don't it's dress- not, like, shown. <laughs> Is that the motion boners make when they <laughs> pop up? With, a, like, the hand going out like that. Yes, and your like, back boop. all wiggly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I had a star next to that comment, and so I forgot about it. So we need more boner talk. We need more boner talk. We also just need more penises. Oh, we don't have anything on rom-coms, though. There's, I don't think there's been any boobs or anything. Mm-hmm. There was boobs in... Uh, don't say me, you and everyone we know. Don't say me, you and No, everyone. it was Maggie's plan, the other bad one. <laughs> the other bad one. <laughs> there's been multiple bad ones. Uh, me, you, everyone we know is still the worst. Yeah. And then Maggie's plan? Yeah. And then Waitress? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think so too. It was just so depressing. Depressing. Yeah. Um, Iconic scene. I wrote down, I don't see this movie as iconic, so I don't see any iconic scene in here. That's a fucking cop out. But it's still true. I'll come up with an iconic scene, but it's not an iconic movie. It doesn't deserve to be on this list. I feel like the only iconic thing I can on iconic scene I can think of is her like in the diner baking pies. Ugh. I'm telling you, that's she fucking loved pies. How many times and I know I'm switching the topic a little bit here, but when she was like doing the whole money thing and like you found out she was stashing money, how many times did you think like, oh, he's gonna find that money? Oh, like every time. Yeah. And every then, time. Guess what? He, he found, found that money. money. Yeah. Because she hid it in stupid places. Why wouldn't you like lift up floorboards and like put it under the floor, but you're going to hide it in like shoes in the bathroom and a cupboard with spices in it. I was like, just give it to one of your friends to hold for you. I don't think she could trust them. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Especially not Becky. That's Cheryl Hines with the droopy boobs. Oh, thank you. Just one droopy boob. Just one. <laughs> so you think baking pies? Yeah. Meh. Yeah. That's the only thing that I think of whenever I, besides Earl and being depressing. Or <laughs> another thing that I think of whenever I think of this movie is that fucking honking. The burr, oh, burr, oh my burr. God. The honking. It pissed me off every single time. I was like that motherfucker every single time he did It's that. like the one thing they did well in this movie is like preceding that asshole with his asshole honking. I hated that. I wrote down, if Earl doesn't stop fucking honking that horn, I'm going to kill him. 
He honked it ridiculously. How did no one in his life ever say, dude, stop fucking honking that horn? Old Joe was the only person who stood up to him. Yes. And I really like that scene, actually. Yeah. I do, too. I like uh, all the scenes with old Joe. I just... Yeah. He's definitely the best. He is. And the whole end, whenever he gives her the card and he says, open it later, and Mm -hmm. he drew a picture of her. Which was cute. It was. I got really choked up at that. All right. So your iconic scene is her baking pies in the kitchen. Yeah. In the kitchen of the diner. I think my iconic scene is going to be her and Nathan Fillion hugging in the kitchen from baking pies when she's like super pregnant. Okay. That's it. Yeah. That's a shitty one, but that's all I got. I just don't. You almost (laughs) chipped your shoes on that microphone again. What the hell are you doing? I think I gave myself a bloody lip. Oh my god! It really hurt. are you. Are you okay? Uh huh. Hold your glass to your mouth so I'm, you don't have a fat lip later. Um, that's really that's really awful. I'm glad everybody in the world is going to be able to hear it. <laughs> yeah, there was just nothing to kind of hold on to with this movie. Um, something that really troubled me about this is for a while I felt like they were encouraging affairs. Like the way that Becky, the droopy boob, said that the affair with Cal, like how it made her feel Mm -hmm. and like how good it made her. Like, I don't know. It was the only time we saw Carrie Russell start to smile was after her affair started and she smiled a lot for a while. When the cake song played and it was so out of place. The cake song was super out of place. And then I was like, man, I can't believe this song's that old because I still love the song. I do too, but I could, I I swear to God, I thought this movie was in the nineties. It was, mm, yeah. 2007. It just shocks me. How did this movie warrant a musical? I can't believe I had no idea it was a musical until George said so. What? Like an hour and a half ago in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And he says it's very risque. Yeah. Like, which it's, I mean, the, the wife hitting is risque in the movie, but the sex scenes, uh, they're fine. Yeah. You don't see anything. You don't think anything. No. You cringe a little bit when Earl comes. Ugh. Cringe a lot. Um, but yeah, it's a musical now. It's bizarre. I looked, I listened to one of the songs. Mm hmm. It's weird. And then I was going to listen to another one called Ballet Contractions or something like that. Cool. Yeah. No, I could never like, no, I'm done with this movie. Once we finish this, I will only bring it up in the same category as me, you and everyone we know. I think after we finish the list, we have to have a podcast where we rank them. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then we're going to go on to Netflix ones because I cannot get enough of the Netflix rom-coms lately. Oh, they're fantastic. They're a million times which, better. Which one did you tell me to watch recently? And the I, Perfect Date. Okay, I got to It's watch really that. cute. But I think that we need, like, what about The Wedding Date? 
we haven't oh, done. Oh, and the wedding that. singer. Yeah. There's just a ton that aren't on this list and ten, should be on this list. Ten things I hate about you. Mm-hmm. We could do teen comedies. There's oh, just a yeah. ton of stuff to go to. And all of these should be above this movie. I agree. On this list. I, when Harry Met Sally should be like in the top ten. Yes. I don't understand why it's not. So we're just lamenting about why this movie is bad, basically. Yeah. Um, sorry for those of you who liked Waitress. Tell us. Sorry, not sorry. Get better fucking taste in movies. <laughs> tell us how the musical is if you've seen it. Did George say that he liked it? Because I wasn't there for that. If he did, I don't remember. I was too caught up in the fact that it was a musical. <laughs> Like someone thought it should be a musical. Understandable. Like it's stunning. Uh, final thoughts. And Carrie Russell is in the musical in Broadway, isn't she? Not that I saw. Mm. Okay. Just wondering. Uh, Carrie Russell was really, really pretty. Do you think Earl would stay away from them? Uh, after she got a restraining order. Yeah. I don't see him laying down quietly and accepting... No, but that's what they showed at the end. Like, how is that a thing? Yeah, like, they manhandled him out of that room once she said, like, I'm done with you and I'll pound you into the ground, which, no, you wouldn't. Yeah. Which, But I respected it making a good decision for her baby. Yeah, I liked that, too. I liked that she was like, thanks for everything. This isn't good for either of us. We're just going to go. Goodbye. That was good. I think that she did the best thing for her and her child. I knew though, like she was like, I don't feel any affection towards this baby. I'm like, of course, when you see the baby, that is so clearly not a newborn baby. So clearly not a newborn baby. That fucker was like three months, four months old. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, even still, like after that baby's born, not all moms feel straight up affection for it. It's nope. like totally normal. Yeah. I'm glad that, she did so it got her out of that abusive relationship yes and i can't imagine what earl would have done with a girl oh yeah well you saw his face whenever they said it was a girl and then like how he was worried about she would love it more than him that pissed me off it's disgusting it's awful it was so bad and that whole camcorder thing yeah um i guess i jumped the gun the question i should have asked was do they stay together which i don't know it's just a question we have on here so obviously they don't stay together neither um dr pometer nor earl and do you think dr pometer stayed with his wife no i can guarantee you that he had another affair down the road that doesn't mean he didn't stay with his wife well if she i feel like she's the sort that if she knew she okay. wouldn't. She clearly didn't know about this. No, she did not. Um, I don't know. Um, what, what do a, you think? If it was going to end, she would have had to end it. I think he's too cowardly. Yeah. The more I get down into it, I think like that whole nervous, nice thing is just annoying and an act because he's kind of a shitty dude. Do you think Carrie Russell ever went out with someone else or would have another relationship? I was thinking about that too. And I honestly don't know. I I think she might just be happy. Yeah. And seeing that she knows everyone in that town, like that just might be it. Yeah. Um, I was excited that she won the pie contest. 
Yeah. I was excited that I, I swear I thought that whenever she was looking for that card, I thought that he took it. Mm-hmm. I thought that Earl took it too. I was going to yeah. be so pissed off. Me too. Yeah. But thank God she found it. And then and the trivia. Did you read this? The, about how much the check was for? Shit. Yeah, it was for. Wait, I wrote it down. Where did it was I put a really it? weird amount. It was a very specific like, amount. Wasn't it something in 57 cents or something? I don't I didn't put the I didn't put the cents down. It was for $270,450. Yeah, which is definitely enough for that fresh start, which she kind of took, I guess, but not really cuz she stayed in the same town. But she basically <clears throat> took the diner and transformed it into her pie like Lulu's pie place. Which I think Joe would have been all for. Do you think that the multicolored pies at the end? Like, I would have been so unappetized. A green pie? Like yeah, a purple like pie? Neon. Yeah. It was like fake colors. The orange was weird too, but like a purple pie, I'd try. A pink pie, I would try. Green. Yeah, I didn't understand. Like, all the other pies she made before were natural looking except for the mermaid marshmallow one now even those like those marshmallows you can buy those multicolored yeah, marshmallows gross. oh yeah it looked disgusting i wouldn't it looked really gross um i just kept thinking through like the whole end of the thing i was like giving birth looks like it's the worst as soon as she walked into the office and saw like those little like demonstrative statues uh. i was thought to myself i'm so glad i've never been pregnant yeah so glad i gave birth to a tumor baby i did give birth to a tumor baby yep yep it was glorious (sighs) that's a word for it 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 was something it was um yeah giving birth looks like it's the toughest thing that anybody could do um the only thing i i really wish i wrote down more of joe's quotes yeah because they were very funny he kept saying like talking about her baby and her affair and all this stuff and just using funny old words did he he didn't actually own things did he yeah oh so it was his diner it was, was his diner okay. he i couldn't it. figure out if he was delusional for he actually no owned it. i think he owned like a lot of places in the town and he was always wearing like a very nice like three-piece suit and mm-hmm. stuff so i i do think I think he was rich and he owned a lot of things. I did. I I thought this was a good way to end the movie. I thought it was a little lame that her daughter and her had matching waitress uniforms. I wrote down that I thought it was so cute. Yeah. There you go. I'm going to get you a matching outfit for you and your daughter. So I actually want to get all three of us or five <laughs> matching pajamas. So two oh, that's for pajamas. The I think that's adorable. Yeah, two two for the dogs and then three, you know, for the people. I thought you were talking about <laughs> you is <laughs> and me and James. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. You said <laughs> and I said <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. Well, we can make it seven pairs of pajamas <laughs> if you would like. <laughs> We're all about the themes. Oh, Allison and themes. I and our family, we love themes. We're going to make our brother into themes. 
Yeah, I don't think he's gonna go down with it. He's but. gonna wear that banana shirt. Oh, banana shirt. Um, I want to get the girls monkey shirts for when the guys are wearing banana shirts. That's very cute. Yes, I thought so. I don't think um, one of the girls will wear them. Who? Uh, May. She'll do what she's told. She doesn't like... She's very picky about clothes. She only likes to wear cut-off t-shirts and leggings. Then she can cut off the sleeves of her <laughs> shirts. Okay. She will wear a monkey shirt. Okay. Um, I will never watch this movie again. Absolutely And not. I want to forget about it immediately. Yep. Okay. Um, any <clears throat> more final thoughts? No. I said all my final thoughts. You? Uh, I think I said all of my final thoughts. So please... Go rate, review, comment, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, we are on Instagram at a toasty rom com. Wait, Instagram is at toasty rom coms. Okay, at toasty rom coms. On Twitter, we are at a toast to rom coms. Uh, what would you rate this out of martini glasses? 0.5. I was going to give it a one. I didn't realize we could do 0.5s for some reason. I just, I just made it up <laughs> because we make the rules. So it's like five. A half martini glass. I give it a one. Yeah. Just because I liked old Joe. Old Joe's getting this on the, on the board. All right. So uh, we're going to average it out at 0.75 <laughs> martini glasses out of five. Uh, we don't recommend it. Don't. If you see the musical, let us know how it is. Um, Why is it a musical? Our next movie is probably going to be another stinker. It's actually, I think, the only foreign film on the list. Belle Epoch? Epoque? I'm not quite sure. Maybe we should look up the pronunciation. We, You're going to have such a time with these names. Well, Penelope Cruz. I can handle that. I <laughs> can <laughs> Don't say any other ones. Yeah. So, <laughs> Belly Pack, uh, good luck finding it to watch. And that's it. So, that's it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just bought that, like, literally the last Blu ray that's in stock. So, nobody is. I mean, we have some listeners in, like, Spain and Mexico. So, maybe we'll have, like, five people who will have seen this movie. Do you want to come over to my house and watch that DVD that I just bought for $18? <laughs> of Bella Poke or however the fuck it's pronounced <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs>